Hello guys and welcome to another episode of DevThink Podcast with you, your hosts, Nicola and Sean. Today we have a very, I would say, interesting topic. So we're going to talk about whether or not you should be coding at home and whether or not you should be a, you know, diehard, quote unquote. And where does this come from? Uh, this comes from recent posts that I honestly didn't have a very, I didn't have a nerve to read because I immediately got angry. And it's where it basically says, you know, devs, you should be working, you know, your nine to five job and you should not take a look at the code or improve or anything other than that. Uh, and you should have quote unquote, you should have a life. And so I really wonder what you think about it because I think you know what I mean and I almost gave everything up. <laughs> so Sean, please tell me. All right. Well, I have, I have a strong uh, feeling you and I are going to agree, although are going to agree, although we haven't discussed it. Neither one of us have read the article, but anyone who's listened to our previous conversation knows that we believe that development is more than just a job. It's a craft and you need to be continually improving just to stay relevant and not only that, but I really honestly, and I don't know how you feel about this, I think that being a programmer, being a developer is a personality trait. It's a mindset. And it, there's a certain amount of curiosity and eagerness to learn that is part of you. And if you take any programmer that I would consider to be a real developer or a very good developer and change their life so they could never program again for money, they would still be writing code not all the time, but in their spare time because they truly enjoy it. And so I think that, no, you don't have to work nine to five and then go home and contribute to open source and start three online businesses. But you do have to polish up your skills and learn new things just out of curiosity, just to find out what's out there. Because, you know, if if it weren't for that, you know, everyone would still be writing COBOL. You know, they wouldn't have jumped, made the big jump to C and then, you know, onto things like Python and then Go. And yeah, like definitely. And if not only that, it, like if you think, <laughs> and of course, here we will cover the thing where if you come to this, this programming world for the wrong reasons, as I like to call it, and the wrong reasons are money, uh, then honestly, I have to disappoint you. You will not last, not five, not, not like 10. You will not last five years and you will uh, go into the burnout mode and everything. Although, to be fair, what uh, the articles say that if you do that, you know, nine to five, and then you come home and you program and whatever, you are going to get to the burn uh, burnout point. Uh, I, of course, disagree. And I mean, if it doesn't happen to me uh, and if you're, <laughs> if you love this, this craft, then it won't happen, period. And also one more thing, if you think that by learning or coming from college and of course, you know, maybe even mastering, for example, you know, I don't know, C-sharp. And if you think that that's the end, then I'm very disappointed because if you think that your education stops when you are done with your school, then I truly, honestly have very, very big doubts about you know, everything, everything, because like, honestly, and especially I would, I would argue that this is in maybe not all other uh, jobs, but definitely in our line of work, if you don't improve and if you'd like, don't make the time to improve in any way, it will come the time that your skills that you may have had them will no longer be current. And at that point, if that hits you and then you're like, 
oh no, now I have to learn this and that. Yeah, but how will you? You will probably be older at that time. You will probably not have a very good skill of acquiring new skills. And at that time, you will find yourself in a problem, which I hope you solve, but (laughs) the statistics are against you. I have to disagree with one thing you said that uh, something like they won't make it five years if they go into it for the wrong reason. And that's not true. There are plenty of large companies that hire lots of bodies and you can work basically at a menial level as a programmer and you can work your whole career. Uh, I mean, you might get laid off when they don't need you because you're not that important, but there are plenty of jobs for someone who knows just enough to do what the company needs on a day-to-day basis and keep the machine oiled. But I don't think it will be fulfilling and I don't think you'll ever find yourself in a senior or management position. Not that management is something to aspire to for a developer, but you'll just be a worker drone You'll if, to use, who is it? Seth Godin uh, talks about the cog versus a linchpin. Do I have the author name right? Yes. You know, you'll be a cog. You won't be a linchpin. So yeah, you'll never make it in a startup and you probably will never start your own, you know, side company and be the master of your own fate. But if you want to basically work in the programming equivalent of an assembly line, sure, you could do that, but who would want to? And then you will become one of the other, unfortunately, very big amount of people that on Sunday evening go like, oh shit, tomorrow's Monday. I have to go to that stupid work. And that's sad. Like, honestly, get out of it. That's sad. Do something. Yeah, I mean, it's better than having to do physical labor or work on a manual assembly line your whole life, I guess. But still, I don't, doesn't sound like a fulfilling existence. To me. Indeed. And I mean, honestly, like it could be that you got in for the good reasons and you're just in a, let's say, bad place. You're not challenged. You're not doing something that lights a fire inside yourself. Well, in that case, try to find it again. You know, do, you know, <laughs> there are honestly like open source stuff all over the internet, right? Try to do something like that. Maybe you'll find your quote-unquote fire again. Okay, here's... Uh, so we both say the answer is yes, you should do coding at home. But what we've both really been talking about is continued learning. So could you make an argument? No, you shouldn't necessarily be coding. You shouldn't waste... Um, I'm going to use the word waste here. You know, five or 10 or 20 hours of your week may helping maintain an open source project or building a side business or making a website. It might be enough to learn about something new from a blog post go home, do a little toy project for in an hour or two that you're never going to actually do anything with just to get a feel for the technology and decide if maybe you want to bring it into work and introduce it to your team or something, but never actually plan on creating a side project that goes into production, never contributing in any meaningful way to a an open source project, but just kind of keep your skills sharp and maybe you can do that in, you know, two, three hours a week on a weekend and the rest of the time you're mountain climbing. Is that acceptable? Exactly. Yes, I agree. And yeah, it wasn't specific because like, let's be honest here. If you're going, you know, as the movie says, you never go full retard, right? Uh, If you will go nine to five and then you'll come home and then you'll, you know, really because you want to quote unquote make it and you'll go like and then program till midnight and go to sleep and sleep for, you know, maybe five, six hours. On the long run, that will probably not be a good thing to do. And we're not advocating that. Basically, as you said, Just don't do the, you know, don't go through the motions from this nine to five and then not just come home and say, oh, this stupid job, right? Try to be current because remember, yet again, you came here 
to this line of work because you like it. Yeah. And if you didn't, then wrong reasons. If you're if you're comfortable with that, I mean, a lot of people do a lot of, well, look at it this way. Some people work in fast food. Some people work in retail jobs. They do a lot of jobs that may not be fulfilling, but they need a way to put food on the table. So if they can work as a developer and be competent and, you know, make twice as much or more than those jobs, then I guess I shouldn't be in a position to tell people what they, they should get the hell out of my, you know, industry, you know, because they have the right to make a living and they have the right to make the best living they can for themselves and their family. I think that just we're more speaking to the people who agree with us. And if you disagree and you say, no, I'm going to work nine to five, you know, doing this job and then I'm going to not even have a computer at home. I, I guess that's, that's fine if that's what, you know, you're happy with your life. Indeed. But the problem become the problem comes when the same person will start to complain for that. For example, the, the example that always comes up, right? Oh, you know, there's not enough money, blah, blah, blah. And then I always ask, okay, but what kind of value or what added value are bringing to this company that you could maybe ask for more, right? And it's always easy to complain. And I, I really lose it on the complainers. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I don't want to go into this, but yeah, like if you have a problem, try to become a solution or trying to find the solution, not just complain and, you know, the world is kind of like responsible well, you're... that you're in a bad situation. No, try to, you know, try, you try to do something. Well, now you're turning into a life coach. Indeed. So, <laughs> so we don't want to do that. <laughs> All right. So I think I've exhausted my thoughts on this. Definitely. Yeah. Anyways, All right. always be coding, people. <laughs> <laughs> ABC, huh? Yeah, always, always be, be closing. Glenn Close. D do you know that he got like the Oscar for only two minutes on the movie? No, I don't even know what you're talking about. So the o the ABC, and you can cut this out if you want to, but I know you won't. Uh, the ABC comes from Always Be Closing, and that's from a movie called Glenn Gary Glows or something like that. I probably butchered the name of the Glenn movie. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I will cut this out. Yeah, and Alec Baldwin got a an Oscar for only the two-minute speech that he was in the whole freaking movie. Huh. And that's where, right. where this ABC comes from. Okay. Well, I like Always Be Coding, so... I'm happy to close on that note. So thanks, Nicola, for another episode. Thank you, Sean. All right. See you all later. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the DevThink podcast. To reach us for comments, show suggestions, and other feedback, contact us at info at DevThink. That's D-E-V-T-H dot I-N-K. Our intro music is by Rupa Deadweiler. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. 